the apex hello and welcome to sports zone the apex show the show where motorsport and formula one become the topic of the day this week we zoom in or rather we focus on the very first tuscan grand prix which saw two red flags literally no joke i kid you not two red flags this race included a dangerous multi-car crash which left 12 drivers left in the race and also three starts in all i am oara lady poco for the apex show and now my friend and colleague upumezo will let us in on what we will be focusing on exactly this week my wonderful colleague has mentioned what a racing weekend it didn't shy from giving us thrills, excitement, danger, you know. That's what we live by a sports zone. And what we'll be covering today is there were so many milestones in this race. It's like one of the unforgettable races. We'll talk about Albon's first podium. His first podium and him actually racing well. Ricardo, Ricardo did so well for Renault did so well you know even though we didn't make it to the podium it did so well Lewis Hamilton Mr. Wakanda you know what I'm saying you know winning his 90th race who does that only Marcus Schumacher but we know we're gonna be Marcus Schumacher but who does that you know for such a black person in the sport is doing very well and let's talk about Ferrari. You know, let, let's 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 put the negatives aside. It was their 1,000 race in the F1. What a milestone! Bile, over to you. Pumezo has said it. This weekend was a weekend of first. A lot of firsts for a lot of people. But let's get into the ones that we don't normally talk about. The likes of Alex Alvin. Alex Alvin got his maiden Formula One podium. The Thai British driver finished in third place. A third place that he had to battle, battle with Daniel Ricciardo because Daniel Ricciardo was actually in third up until there was about three laps left when Albin suddenly kicked into third gear to say the least so congratulations to alex alvin somebody that we've been saying needs to step up in the past few weeks how did you find his race it's so well i was so impressed by his performance this is what we've been crying about you know this is what we've always been crying about and i'm sure the the red bull boot camp that's what they've been crying about as well you know but you know he drove well he drove like a, a true leader, you know, he drove, he drove like someone who's hungry, someone who's, who's not willing to let go of his seat at Red Bull. And I was impressed, I was impressed, you know. I think he Ricardo. You see, I feel like he shouldn't have left Red Bull, but he raced, he raced well, Ricardo raced well. He, show, he showed us why he's such a good driver, you know. Even though the, the car is not the best, but, you know, he took out out everything out from that car you know he drove it he in, in a way it's it's skill that's that's, that's propelling you forward that's what i was driving arena you know it was a skill of ricardo and i'm so happy about that so please tell me about ferrari 
just to close off that chat about Daniel Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo was voted the driver of the day ultimately. Apart from Alex, I think he thoroughly deserved that. And do remember that Daniel Ricardo has not been on the podium for a very long time. And uh, this would have been such a perfect time. But like we've seen in recent weeks with the likes of Lance Stroll, with the likes of Alex Albin now, there's always been an improvement in these drivers and his podium finish is right around the corner, I believe anyway. If he continues to be the Daniel Ricciardo that we see him to be right now, then I don't see him having any more problems with the eight races that are left. And now moving on to some really critical news. And I want to say critical because right now Ferrari is is holding on by I, I don't know what kind of thread this is but for a race that was meant to be their 1000th one in formula one they did not impress even with the stops that were in between i mean we mentioned how many times the race had to be restarted because of so many mechanical problems as well as the incident involving so many drivers that we will definitely get into a little bit more but ferrari both drivers struggled. Sebastian Vettel ended up in 10th, while Charles Leclerc was 8th. For some odd reason, Leclerc is better than Vettel. Not that as a package they are better, but Ferrari keeps on disappointing. Kumeza, how do you feel about that? When it comes to Ferrari, uh, it's, a, it's a tricky one for me because... Okay, let me just put it like this. I've cut out Vettel. Vettel for me is not a uh, thingy Ferrari driver anymore. He's just a passenger now, you know, just moving along with the car. But one person who's getting like a disservice from the team is Leclerc. Leclerc drove so well, but the car let him down. That like, it annoys me. Like, it's like, dude, how, how can you guys have such a good driver, but your guy's car is not performing to the driver's ability? That's, and I feel sorry for Leclerc because he deserves a good car. I feel like, this season could have been his season if he had a good car. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm hurt, you know, by Ferrari. I know, I'm deeply saddened <laughs> by Leclerc because I feel like he could be doing better, you know. I feel like he could be up there in, 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 our, in, in, in the standings and everything like that, but the teams are doing him any justice. I have to agree with you there because Charles Leclerc has been getting the short end of that Ferrari stick. They have been pulling it further and further away from him since the season started. 2019 was a brilliant, brilliant, and I'm going to say it again, brilliant year for Charles Leclerc. And 2020, as much as it has sucked for every single one of us on this planet, Charles Leclerc does not deserve what he is currently getting from his team. I remember during the race, there was a point where he was asking, what is plan A? What's plan B? What's plan C? And he just kept getting sighs and hiccups and crickets. And he has been let down so many times. He is a young man trying to achieve his dream, trying to live out his dream. And unfortunately, the car is not, it's not an agreement. There is no, we are together in this. And, and it's such a sad thing to watch week in, week out. And Moving on from, you know, Ferrari and just further misery, I'd like to actually add, like we said, this race had so many starts and stops and finish, three starts in total, mainly because one of that crash that we mentioned involving Kimi Raikkonen and Pierre Gasly in the beginning, and the second incident, which had to be honestly the biggest one of the weekend, it involved 
Giovinazzi, as well as Kevin Magnuson, Nicholas Latifi, and Carlos Sainz. Only they know what happened. But all we know is that cars were flying, and there was a comment made by Roman Grosjean, who said, this has to be the worst thing I have ever seen. Are they trying to kill us? That is such a proper statement because that crash had me in I was I was I was nearly in tears. Thank God for halos. Thank God for experienced and talented drivers who managed to duck and dive their way out of that situation. But yet again the safety car had to be released. The Tuscan Grand Prix was a kaboom. What a way to welcome yourself into the calendar. <laughs> or oh, what, Pumis, what do you think? It really was a kaboom, you know. <laughs> sure. Like, no, 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 that race. It was a beautiful disaster. <laughs> That's the only way I can put it. It was a beautiful disaster. No, um, you see what had happened with the, with the, with the Grosjean statement, especially when they got into that, into that uh, collisions and all of that, man. Remember Bottas was in front, so he was trying to slow down, slow down, warm up the tires, warm up the tires. So he went, né? he went a bit, then he slowed down. The cars in the, in the middle moved, then the ones at the back, the third, you know what, because the lights are green. It's, it's, a, it's a go. Uh, um, what a wrong signal. They press the throttles and hey, like you said, thank God to the halos, thank God to experience driving. It was, it was just a mess, you know, it was, it was a mess. And a mess that most teams could, couldn't afford, you know, in terms of the, in terms of getting the points. But it just went down to, I would say driving error, but it just, it was just part of the race. This is what you sign up for when you want to be a Formula One driver. <laughs> you get such situations, but no, that was just an, an honest crash, you know, we can't blame no one, we can't point fingers at anyone. But it was a good race though. It was a good freaking race. I will forever remember this Grand Prix because if I wasn't in awe, I was astonished. If I was not astonished, I was shocked. If I was not shocked, I had anxiety wondering if people are going to come out from the ashes and the smoke and, and the fender benders that I kept seeing on the track because if you hadn't explained to me what happened, I would still probably be trying to piece it all together. It was such a mess. Thank God for the safety of the drivers and just kind of like what you were saying when you sign up for formula one you sign up for those barrier bashings you sign up for the podium finishes you sign up for the celebrations after and you also sign up for an exciting exhilarating day on a circuit or on a field of play that they love so you know and and sometimes you know if your team is nice they occasionally give you one of the best cars <laughs> and speaking of one of the best cars let us move on to the highly anticipated the most talked about one two finishes of the season mercedes you mentioned Valtteri Bottas with regards to you know how the crash initiated or, or how he was technically part of it Valtteri Bottas for me if we have like driver of the day such as Daniel Ricciardo I have the loser of the day 
and that happened to be Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas yet again failed to claim a win against his teammate Lewis Hamilton. He was in the lead, he surrendered it to him as soon as the safety car came out and then he was also in a little bit of a tussle with Daniel Ricciardo because Daniel Ricciardo actually started better when the second safety car was released. So Valtteri Bottas yet again, the mentality of a champion is not there at all. I don't know whether he himself is starting to maybe have insecurities that are starting to come out because he, unlike other drivers and other teams, cannot say it's the car. No, it's not. We cannot blame the car. And then now we move on to Lewis Hamilton. We move on to the defending champion, the undisputed GOAT of Formula One. Lewis Hamilton winning his sixth win in nine races. Mind you, we have eight races left, by the way. And uh, Hamilton walked into the set, into the scene, as if he was in a theater. He already came out with a statement. When he was wearing that shirt by, um, where he said, say her name, Brianna Taylor. That was a statement on its own as soon as he walked in. Pumezo, what else can you add on to this Lewis Hamilton fairy tale? Because Lewis Hamilton is constantly making history. I don't like to say this, but Lewis Hamilton is the Lionel Messi of Formula One, you know? <laughs> it has to be said, you know, he's just, he's a GOAT, you know? He's the greatest of all time, for those who don't know what GOAT means. He's just out of, you know, he's on his own league, you know? It's like, it's like, it's like with uh, the team that he, he, uh, he is um, racing for. Like Mercedes is, they, it's just on their own, man. You know, it's just a, they're the Bugatti, yeah, and the teams are just the other brands. <laughs> no, like no, man. Like Hamilton, Hamilton from the beginning, from the Black Lives Matter, um, uh, thinking March and stuff like that. He's always been there. He's always, he's always been vocal. You know, he's not one to shy away from him speaking his heart, speaking his truth. You know, and, and we are grateful for that. You know, it's it's something that needs needs to be you know shown or exposed on a much bigger scale you know and i he's doing that you know I'm, and i'm happy that he did that you know because a lot of people watch formula one and not to be biased or anything the caucasian people watch formula one <laughs> but yeah and i'm and i'm happy i'm happy with lewis, lewis hamilton and he must continue breaking these records but just i might just go into the gym maybe he needs to lift some maybe five kg weights you know something like that i don't know what's going on there but yeah it's a uh, let's just give this this championship to lewis hamilton and mercedes you know then we'll look, we'll look for the next season <laughs> is the only ever show we do not body shame but i can assure you that Valtteri Bottas right now is feeling the heat of his decisions he's feeling the consequences of not being ambitious enough and it's i mean that statement what i'm saying right now is very bold of me it's, it's such an assumption but we have to make that assumption if lewis hamilton a week in week out six wins out of nine races is milking that car even on three wheels why can't Valtteri Bottas do it 
So he is definitely feeling the heat out there in every single circuit that is yet to come. And looking at Lewis Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton is now being investigated by the FIA because of that Breonna Taylor shirt. Apparently, it is a political message. And I put that in quotation marks because those are the words that are currently being thrown around and being used. The FIA is investigating Lewis Hamilton with regards to the say her name, Breonna Taylor. Something that he also said when he was on the podium. He stood there and said, say her name. And that is what a goat is meant to be. A leader, take charge. Do not be scared of politics because that's exactly what they're trying to do. This is some sort of intimidation yet again on Lewis Hamilton and we know him to stand for everything he believes in. And talking about this great champion, we now are heading into the Russian Grand Prix that will be held on the 25th to the 27th of September. We are eight races left in this calendar right now and Lewis Hamilton after this weekend secured his 90th Formula One career win, needing one more to equal the great Ferrari Michael Schumacher who has 91 podiums plus Lewis Hamilton just had to put the cherry on top and have the fastest lap of the weekend yet again like he did in qualifying Lewis Hamilton is now 55 points clear of Valtteri Bottas and the way Bottas has been driving I see that gap being extended but also Max Verstappen is currently in third. He has 110 points, while Valtteri Bottas has 135. And Lewis Hamilton is currently chilling, steadily chilling on 190 points. Pumaza, before we wrap up the testing Grand Prix, any final thoughts before we throw forward to what is to come? I don't know much to say, but may the best team win, even though we know which team that is. But. <laughs> Nah, like, mm, can we please have more entertaining races? May we please have more challenges? We're happy with the progress, we're happy with what the other drivers and other teams are doing. It's good for the sport, it's good for our spectators, it's good for those who love the motor scene. We must continue being like that. And Bile, you know, let me hand it over to you. Tell me what's up, and let's wrap this up. And that is how we wrap up the Grand Prix chat for this week. The Russian Grand Prix is the next race from the 25th to the 27th of September. And with eight races remaining, Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, Max Verstappen, who else can actually get on the podium? Because this season has been nothing short of miracles, miraculous, astonishing, or pain, heart dropping, jaw dropping incredible scenes that we have seen from formula one races but before we say goodbye i want to have a nice hands up a hello a congratulations to the new us open being naomi osaka who won this previous weekend coming back rallying back from a sit down and dominating and showing the black excellence continues. And then we move on to Percy Tao. Percy Tao who continues to make all the teams that he plays for look so great. And I love how he continues also to stay true to himself by continuing to showing his teammates how we as South Africans celebrate. And then also looking at Brad Binder who managed to finish 12th in this weekend's MotoGP as well as bowing out to the Tuscan Grand Prix 
to the six-time world champion Lewis Hamilton. From my side, Oaring Lady Popo, I look forward to our next chat. For Sports Zones, The Apex Show, we are out.